Hi and welcome to another podcast from The Human Diver, where we are looking to apply counter-errorism techniques in diving. By that we mean human factors and non-technical skills. Our goal is to give you the knowledge and skills so that your dives are safer and more enjoyable. The podcast is a mixture of short podcasts based on the blogs we have, and longer podcasts, which will be interviews or discussion topics. Show notes will be provided so you can dig deeper if you want. Ready to jump in? Why is it no matter how carefully you tell some people to do something, they always get it wrong? I was assessing an instructor course last week and had one diver playing the role of the student while the other was the instructor. I gave clear hand signs to tell the student to use the wrong hand during a weight belt removal and replacement, an easy problem to assign, or so I thought. So what did the student do? Use the correct hand to take it off. I was annoyed, as it meant I needed to assign another problem in the middle of them doing the skill. As I started to sign the new problem, I realised the student was in the process of switching hands to put it back on with the wrong hand. So who had misunderstood whom? When we communicate with others, whether it's verbally, by writing, using hand signs or something else, we know what we're trying to say. The difficulty comes in the understanding. In the example above, I had meant for the student to use the wrong hand to take the weight belt off. She had thought I meant she was to use the wrong hand to put it on. She had understood my hand signs correctly, I just hadn't given enough information. This is often the case. The person who is receiving the information can only take what they are given, so it's up to the person presenting the information to make sure they have passed on everything that is needed. Sounds easy enough, but the problem with humans is that we are efficient creatures. We make assumptions based on what we know and what we think you know. I assumed the student had understood what I meant because I understood what I meant. I hadn't considered that there could be another way to interpret my hand signs. So how do we prevent miscommunication? One way of checking our assumptions is by using closed loop communications. This means asking questions of the receiver to ensure their understanding is what we are expecting. On land, that's fairly easy. In theory, in practice, it very much depends on the situation. Underwater, it can be much more difficult. If a receiver repeats a hand sign back to the sender, that will help to show the sender that the receiver saw the signal as it was given. Quite often, people reply to signs with an OK sign. That doesn't actually tell us anything other than that the diver is OK. But if a diver signs that they have 50 bars and their buddy repeats it, that ensures that both divers are aware of the situation. If a good briefing has been done, then both divers will also know how to react, in this case perhaps by ascending to begin the safety stop. If a buddy hasn't understood, often a shrug of the shoulders, a tilt of the head and turning palms up, is a fairly common sign to mean, I don't understand. If in doubt, a slate or wet notes can clear up any other miscommunication problems or issues too complicated to be signed. Cultural behaviour is also a factor. We will make some assumptions so as not to be condescending. I will generally assume that a qualified diver knows how to put their equipment together. If I didn't make this assumption and showed every diver how to do it every time I'm pretty sure people would be asking for a different dive guide very quickly. The culturally correct way for me to check my assumptions is by either asking them if they're okay with it or watching the diver set up. If I see problems, then I can help. That way, my own assumptions have been checked in a culturally appropriate way. Underwater, that's not normally an option, so we generally just stick to direct signs, and if anything is considered to be condescending, we can discuss it in the debrief. Summary. Miscommunication will happen because we try to be efficient and sometimes make assumptions about what the receiver hears slash sees slash knows. Those of you with young children may understand how long it would take if we had to explain every single small step of every process, so we naturally skip steps. 
there is a video linked in the show notes which demonstrates it perfectly. We also need to take into account the experience of the person we're communicating with so as not to be condescending, something which can be a fine line for some people. Finally, using closed loop communications is often the easiest way to check understanding and ensure that the receiver has understood us correctly. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to know more about what was discussed in this episode, head over to the Human Diver website at thehumandiver.com where you will find details about our education programmes, the If Only documentary, the book Under Pressure, and the many, many blogs we have published there. If you think others should listen and learn, consider sharing the link. Thank you.